brand over coffee conversations are with different experts and inspiring individuals. They may be different in what they do, but they all share one thing in common. They all create, develop, and nurture brands. These conversations will highlight not only their expertise, but also their experiences. And I hope these could help answer some of your questions and inspire you to build your own brands and take your businesses to greater heights. My name is Andrea Ferry, founder of the Creative Brand Studio and your host for this podcast. When you're ready, let's talk brand over coffee. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Brand Over Coffee Conversations. This week is the third of a three-part series on the topic of personal branding, especially in this day and age when everyone and everything could be searched online and competition to achieve something is becoming more intense. Many of us are putting great importance to ensure that our personal brand is intentionally created and strengthened. Today, I'm really happy to speak with a dear friend, Attorney Karen Jimeno. Karen is a lawyer, a journalist, and a consultant at the World Bank. She is a graduate of Harvard Master's of Law, and just a few weeks ago, she also finished her master's degree in development at UC Berkeley as a Fulbright Scholar. Welcome, Karen. Again, thank you so much for saying yes to having this conversation with me. Hi, Andrea. It's wonderful to be part of this, and hello from the Philippines. Yes, thank you. So though I have briefly introduced you, it would be great if you can still tell us more about what you do. Well, so I'm mainly a lawyer. I mix that with a lot of things. I used to be a full-time host as well for CNN Philippines for the morning show. That was from Monday to Friday. And then I also did that along with becoming like being a full-time lawyer and then teaching law at a law school. And then eventually I worked for the government where I was undersecretary for public works. And then part of me wanted to learn more in terms of technical skills, which is why I did a two-year master's at the UC Berkeley in California and just graduated and just got back here in the Philippines in June. So I've been mixing a lot of things and also uh, have been a columnist for one of the biggest newspapers in the Philippines for like six years now. Yeah, so we could talk more about it later and how you are managing to dabble into a lot of things. So in the next 20, 30 minutes, we will be talking about personal branding. And maybe just to help structure our conversation, we could divide it into three parts. So the first one, we could talk about why is personal branding important in your line of work and what you do. The second one, we could talk about Why is having a purpose important in one's personal brand? And I'm really eager to hear about your own personal purpose and what are your tips in nurturing a strong personal brand? So to begin, why is personal brand important, especially in your field of work and what you do? Okay, so I think that personal branding is something that a lot of us don't even recognize that we need, especially when we're not in a line of work like being a commercial model or an actress. So I didn't even think that I needed personal branding. I come from a family of lawyers. Both my parents were law- are lawyers. And so my idea of being a lawyer was just basically nurturing your skill set uh, to do well in law, which would be mostly office work. But like you said, everyone right now can search about people online. 
And I find that that comes across as who you are. And so it's very important to really understand, like, what type of work do you want to do? Because not all types of branding will apply to everyone. So let's say you're part of a very serious profession, like being a lawyer or being a doctor or an accountant, then you would also have to be conscious of what content would be available about you out there. So that's something that I try to be conscious of what uh, types of photos I post on my social media. So I also have different rules in terms of Facebook. I use it as a platform to really communicate with personal friends and family. So what I do is keep it private and only accept friend requests for people who I consider as like really my friends so that whatever I post there, there's an understanding of privacy. But I do have an Instagram that's public And that's where I choose to be my authentic self in terms of sharing my personal life. So I really don't share much about work unless it's like a very important announcement I want to make about like a cause that I'm working with. But that's an opportunity for me to also show the the world like my lighter side. And I find that um, a lot of endorsers or like endorsement opportunities reach out to me through my Instagram. I get messages there. Even with this COVID quarantine period, I've had requests like to do endorsements through Instagram. So I think that's something that you can do, like consciously decide like how Do you want to share your personality or your life through a public medium like Instagram or Twitter? Twitter, I find to be a more serious platform. So part of my advocacy is providing free legal advice to people. And my mother, as a lawyer as well, back in the 90s, she had a show on television that provided free legal advice. But with COVID, she realized like a lot of law firms are closed or are also less accessible to people, particularly since it's like um, an expense that people cannot afford, especially if you have, if you've been laid off or uh, you have less disposable income. So we started this online platform on Facebook that revived my mom's show back from the 90s. And since we started it this last June, like it's on Facebook, but I announced our episodes also through Twitter. So I would say like, that's an example of my personal branding where I stay true to my identity as a lawyer. And I try to provide whatever I can through an online platform by giving free legal advice. But that's how I choose to also share myself with the world. So I think people just have to reflect, like, who are they? What type of work are they trying to do? And then decide, like, what branding do you want? Like, if you're in luxury and lifestyle, then maybe you can have a more curated Instagram account, which is what I see for a lot of travel bloggers or those who do fashion. And I guess that's understandable. But again, I think you should really decide. And also, if you're in a serious line of work, then be careful also about what content you're putting out there. Because you can't, it's hard to reconcile if you're showing like uh, being very reckless and drinking, if you're in a very serious profession, because potential employers or even brands that want your endorsement will take that against you. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's actually interesting because not a lot of people would have this plan on how they would use each of their social media platforms for a certain agenda or as as what you said, you know, for yourself, like purpose. So your Twitter is very, let's just say, a bit more serious. Very serious, yeah. Exactly. Then your Instagram is kind of like giving us a glimpse of who Karen Jimeno is on her private life. But that is for your public followers, right? And then your Facebook is used as really to connect with with friends. But you also offer this TV show on Facebook to give free advice in line with your work as a lawyer. So very, very interesting on how you do it. And I think a lot of us can learn from that. But now my question is, what is the Karen Jimeno brand? What is your own personal brand? And maybe how did you get to decide or arrive at this decision on what kind of brand you want to nurture? Okay, that's a great question. That's actually, I think, a process that keep on going, meaning there's no finality, which means that I think we all evolve as people. So there might be changes along the way, but where I am right now, is also based on all the experiences that have accumulated in my life, including being formerly part of CNN Philippines and having studied for years as a lawyer and worked as a lawyer as well. So I guess in terms of personal branding, I stay true to my core identity, which is being a lawyer and also having an advocacy, meaning My advocacy is in line with my skills as a lawyer, which means like I really want to have social impact and I can do that by providing free legal advice. But interestingly, as a columnist, because I've always loved cars since I was a child, it's something I shared with my dad growing up. My column for the newspaper is actually on featuring cars. It's a motoring column. So I guess my branding is that it's more of professionals around the world being able to do multiple things. And I feel that that's something I, that I can share with people, meaning you can be a doctor, an architect, but it's not, it shouldn't be one dimensional. You can be so many things based on a varied, your variety of interests. So yeah, that's my personal branding, basically, like having a profession, but also being able to enjoy multiple dimensions of life. Yeah, that's interesting. And anyway, we are living in a generation of, we call it the multi-hyphenated generation, right? So Yes, I read an article about that. And I think like we should embrace it. Like before it was seen as more of a disadvantage when you're not specializing in one thing, but being multidimensional and multi-skilled is actually a gift and people should just embrace that. So you dabble into a lot of things. And from what I, I have heard from you, one of the things that you make sure that you have this, let's just say, on brand with the Karen Jimeno brand, meaning that everything is kind of like aligned and not just some random uh, things or activities that you that you engage with, is to make sure that what you do would have a social impact. Am I correct? So that's kind of like your your purpose or please correct me. Yeah, or I guess it's a desire I have in my life wherein it's the way I was raised by my parents as well. Uh, my mom, since I was a child, was always telling me you should have an advocacy. So from a very young age, I've always loved educating people. So as a child, I used to, uh, this was back in grade school. So I participated in a group that would, 
spend Saturdays going to remote communities teaching children English, basic math, because I was also in grade school myself, but this, we were teaching like um, low-income communities. But that's a social impact I wanted to have because it aligned with my skill sets. So right now, because I have a special set of skills related to law, then that's the type of education I want to impart, which is free legal education in a sense about your rights. And if you have problems, then I can give free legal advice. So that's, I guess like that's something that that's the common thread. But if you look at my Instagram account, it is more of a personal look into what I just enjoy doing, which is eating, spending time with friends, spending time with family. And I think it's okay to make that part of your personal branding because I think people also want to see the human side of people. Like even for me, the people I look up to, whether they be politicians or authors or athletes, if I look at their page, it's not just that I want to see them training. I want to see how they interact with their family, what type of activities they do when they're not doing their line of work. So I think people can consider that as part of their personal branding. Absolutely. And you're absolutely correct. You you manifest a certain individual, especially if you have a high profile career or line of work, then it kind of like makes it all the more accessible. So especially for you, you are kind of like a celebrity in the Philippines with everything that you have been doing, you're endorsing products and brands, you know, so people know you. So of course, for them, it's also interesting to see, okay, this is the Karen Jimeno lawyer. This is the Karen Jimeno as a consultant, as a talk show host, as a columnist. And then when they go to your Instagram, then they can see more on the lighter side of things. So the things that you enjoy doing, being on the beach, being with your dogs, being with your family. And, and again, it's also about how you present it. So yeah. to your point, again, if you are a lawyer, you cannot just, just post some random things of you being in a club or whatever. It still has to be some sort of curated yet authentic. So I think that's the... Yeah, kind of like the for me, authenticity is, yeah, is really very important because it's also what I look for. Like when I follow other people or when I follow public figures, I really would rather see their authentic selves than... It turns me off like when I see uh, something that's maybe professionally managed and I don't really get to see who they are and so I think like that's something that people can really think about like when they're deciding about their personal branding like it's hard to put on a show and stay consistent yeah correct okay so you have evolved as a person so from right now you're a wife you have had different job posts has your personal branding also kind of evolved through the years? Have you noticed a change or were you deliberately changing or evolving as well the Karen Jimeno that we know? I think, um, yes, uh, that changes over time. So depending on what role we're fulfilling at the moment. And so when I was with CNN Philippines and hosting the morning show every day, I actually kept posting basically my our new day episodes every day because that was what was relevant to my life. Like whatever we were featuring that day or if there was an important national issue that we were covering, I would share that. But when I started doing government work, it was a lot of confidential information that I could not share publicly. So it's something that I also that also affected like how 
I what I would post. So anything that was personal was more about my personal life, but any government trip, especially if they were confidential, you don't really post it. You can't talk about it. So that does affect, and I think like in terms of what we can post every time is affected by the type of work we do. So there are changes. But what I find in terms of my personal life, interesting is that we don't have kids and it's we've always been very independent of each other. So and I know that my husband is not even active on Instagram. So that makes a big difference because his he tends to not want to be part of any of my public posts. And that's something that we share as well, like our respect for how we want our social media and what we post. And so I think that our idea of a family unit is also very different from other people that now have kids as well. We're both very busy. So that's something that reflects also in, I, I think, my life. Like I devote a lot of my time doing other things that does not involve raising kids. So maybe like in the future, once if I already have a kid, then it's going to change again. Like I have friends like that, where you see the difference also in their personal branding, where they suddenly become moms. And then now they're, you see them posting about their children or where they take their kids. So it does change over time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, as long as your 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 followers or the people who look up to you could see that it's still aligned with the brand that you're trying to you you have been trying to cultivate all these years i think then that's okay right not just all of a sudden you know from one very independent lawyer to all of a sudden you're just you just gave up everything and become submissive <laughs> then of course you know that doesn't really make any sense right so it's it, it has to still be aligned with who you really are and the brand that you're trying to cultivate and then maybe before we end this conversation what would be your tips in nurturing a strong personal brand you've touched on a couple of, of things earlier but yeah maybe just to close this off what would be your yeah your advice well, I guess number one would be about authenticity. Uh, and that requires people to really reflect on one, who they are and what they want, what they want, what they want to achieve. I think having a sense of purpose is key. And that means what do you really want to achieve in this world? What type of impact do you want to have on other people? And once you figure that out, then I think you can then decide like how do you then want to present yourself and how do you want to share yourself with the rest of the world? Because that's what we're really doing when we're posting things online, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or any other social media platforms. It's really a decision of what aspect of yourself are you sharing with the world? And that to me is branding. There's no really like conscious decision there to explain who you are it's a product of the incremental things that we do and the things that we share so again it's very important figure out first who you are and what you want to impart and be very conscious about what you're sharing out there because I feel like if you're still confused with (laughs) the direction you're going in and who you are it's going to reflect really because 
then you have like super random posts that are not coherent or don't really mesh well together. And I guess it will really reflect, right? Like if you're still confused, like what do I really want to share? I have friends who are very private people, but they love, like for instance, one of my good classmates from UC Berkeley, she works in a, used to work in a consultancy and is going back to that work. So, but she loves to cook. And even if it's not her main line of work. So for her, she chooses not to post anything else on her Instagram except the food that she cooks. And I think it turns out well, like it shows a very different dimension of her personality. So again, don't be afraid to have different dimensions to your personality and yeah, have a sense of purpose. I think that's very important to your branding. Yeah. Yeah, a personal brand when done right is really could be something powerful, yeah. But it has, as what you said, it has to be aligned with one's authentic self, with one's core. And the the purpose is something that is also very, very important because it's it's kind of like it it could serve as your north star, you know, to guide you and to kind of like direct you to the certain paths that you should be you should be taking, which ultimately is aligned to your to your true self, right? So yeah. And the advantage, Andrea, is that once you're also sharing with the world things that you're passionate about, then you also end up also being involved with other causes that are aligned with the same principles. So even the brands that will ask you to either try their products or endorse their products are are brands that also align with the things you like or are passionate about because they also see that. It's not like they're going to randomly reach out to you with, something that's super out of your personality. So I, I also see friends who are really dedicated moms and very hands-on. And then they start posting about products that they've tried. And I could you could also sense that the brands that ask them to either be ambassadors or to share their products are those that have to do with being a mother or for products for children. So yeah, I think it really... Um, matters to know uh, who you are and have that identity so that you also attract the type of of products or even other groups that are in line with your interest. Yeah. And having worked, you're absolutely correct. Huh? Having worked in the advertising industry, it's very, very important for us to consider what kind of endorsers we really tap and who they really are. We would not want to be aligned with someone that is very packaged, especially in this day and age when anyone and everyone could detect whether it's just a big BS. <laughs> we wouldn't, brands wouldn't want to align with these individuals. It, it really helps to stay authentic. And look, if a brand, say, for example, would want to work with you because you have been authentic all along, then it, it's to your advantage as well, right? Because you're not faking it. Yes, very much agreed. And then maybe, okay, just one last point. What about social media? What would be your what would be your final tips? Because you have been um, cultivating a good community um, on Instagram and on Facebook. What would be your final tip on social media in line with personal branding? I guess I... When once we go back to your identity and your sense of purpose, then you also get to figure out like what platform are you using and for what purpose, which is why for me, I made those distinctions. Like my Twitter account is a verified account. And um, even when I was in CNN, that's where I post like important updates about the news. Or if I wrote an article, that's where I would also post the link because I find that 
um, just based on observation as well. Like when I was in government, if I made an announcement there, I sometimes get quoted based on my post on Twitter. So knowing the different types of platform, like even I still don't have a LinkedIn account. I'm, it's something that I plan to make soon. I do know that's being used for professional purposes. So just knowing the appropriate platform will allow you to also reach the right audience. And you have to be conscious of what content to provide there. Uh, part of my training with CNN Philippines also before required us to learn what we can and cannot post. And I guess that's something that you should consider, like what can you post, what's appropriate if you're part of a, a serious industry or if that's where you want to head, even if you're still young, then avoid posting things that might compromise you. Like one of my experiences working for a TV network was that there were some people who wanted to take on more serious roles in newscasting, but they were not allowed to do that because of their prior images that had to do with also part of their old social media posts. So that's how sensitive like posts can be. Like they can really affect your prospects of what roles you take on. So if you're going to Air, air on the side of caution. Like there's no nothing much to lose if you don't post something. But sometimes there's a lot you lose when you post something that's inappropriate. So that's really part of your history when you post something. Because yeah, it always leaves a mark. So that's my tip. Like be very careful. And obviously, I'm not even going to go into legal liabilities. But there are now very aggressive laws on online libel and intellectual property infringement so just be very conscious of the type of content you post yeah yeah so yes what we've learned today with personal branding stay true stay authentic uh and be very careful possible liabilities have that have that purpose to serve as your north star or be the common thread for everything that you're doing and yes very very important as what you said know which platform and what kind of what agenda you have for each of these platforms to kind of like push and strengthen your own personal brand wow i learned so much karen thank you so much for your time again and yeah i wish you luck and success as you cultivate further your own personal brand and yeah see you see you on instagram (laughs) thank Thank you karen okay bye-bye if you enjoy listening to brand over coffee conversations please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen Please do not forget to share your reviews and help spread the love on social media by tagging hashtag BrandOverCoffee. For questions, comments, and topic suggestions, you may reach me on Instagram at andreaa.ferry. Thank you for listening to Brand Over Coffee Conversations. Brand Over Coffee Conversations.